So, Nikki, it's been a hot minute since we released our last episode. How was your fall break? Did you eat lots of turkey and drink lots of bourbon? Gosh, Laura, our fall break kind of led into winter a little bit, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I drank lots of bourbon, but instead of turkey, I discovered goose this Thanksgiving. And by discovered, I mean, a friend of mine cooked it. It's not like I went out and (laughs) hunted goose and plucked it myself. (laughs) Wait, goose? What the heck does goose even taste like? Oh, my God. Goose is the superior bird to eat. I'm 100% convinced. I thought it was going to be kind of like duck maybe, but Mm -hmm. if somebody served me a plate of sliced goose and asked me to identify it, I would have said it was roast beef. It was Mm. freaking delicious. Wow. That's pretty interesting. And uh, (laughs) our apologies to our vegan and vegetarian friends for this carnivorous start to the episode. Maybe we should go back and start with bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) So how about you, Laura? Well, I spent the holidays not eating goose. Well, that's where you went wrong. (laughs) Um, I spent time with family. I was working in my day job and getting settled into my new place, organizing my new studio, basically instead of making art. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I'm an expert at productive procrastination. Well, I mean, it's been long established that we both are. (laughs) (laughs) True. Well, as we mentioned in episode 86, breaks are super important for your mental health, but coming back from them can be kind of hard to find your groove again. So let's just hope we haven't forgotten how to podcast, Nikki. What's a podcast, Laura? (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, as we start out the new year, we wanted to talk today about getting back into the groove and some of our own tips and tricks that we hope you'll find useful as we all reset our goals and priorities for the upcoming year. Hi, this is Laura Lee Griffin. And this is Nikki May with the Stardust Society, inspiring you to stop getting in your own way and start building an art biz and life that you love. We are artists who believe strongly in the power of community, accountability, following your intuition, taking small, actionable steps, and breaking down the barriers of fear and procrastination that keep you stuck. Follow along with us on our creative business journey as we encourage you on yours. Okay, so this is going to be a real episode talking about tips and tricks. But first, let's share a little bit more about what we've been doing with our time off. Okay, so this is like the first day of school after summer vacation. Mm -hmm. Laura, what did you do on your summer? I mean, fall vacation? (laughs) Well, the big thing is that I picked up the last 25 years of my life and I moved it from Texas to Oklahoma. Is that all? (laughs) Well, can I just say moving is hard? Like... I don't understand these people who have moved 20 times in their life and think it's an easy breezy cover girl commercial. Well, I'm one of those people. I've moved at least 20 times. Yeah, at least 20 times. But I would never say that it was easy or breezy. Well, I'm very thankful that I had an awesome moving company. Ooh, did they even pack for you? Yes, I literally could not have done it without them. Um, Okay, so this is the funny thing. They came to give me a cost quote, and they said that they could pack my entire condo in two hours. Oh, they clearly had no idea how much crap. (laughs) I mean, beautiful stuff you had crammed (laughs) everywhere. Well, I mean, I showed the guy my whole place and all the nooks and crannies, and he just didn't get it. So it took myself and four men seven hours to get the job done. 
Oh, I could spend seven hours with four men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. I didn't learn anything about decorum during our break. (laughs) Okay, I do have to say these guys were awesome. They worked so hard. They packed everything meticulously. And I hardly... And this episode is sponsored by whatever moving company. (laughs) Well, seriously, they were incredible. And there was almost no collateral damage, which is highly unusual during a move. They were also super reasonable for all the work that they did. So you actually, in the time since we released our last podcast, bought a house, moved 25 years worth of books and art supplies, And who knows what else sold a condo, did a million repairs to each and got settled in your beautiful new house. Well, almost settled and not all the repairs are done yet. But yes, I've made massive strides. All this while working your more than full time job, which had you travel a couple times, too. Yes, yes. My plate has definitely been full and I'm not sure It was actually a break now that I think about it. Well, it was a break from releasing podcast episodes, but not much else. (laughs) Yeah. So, Nikki, what have you been up to during this break? Well, like you, I've also been working my more than full time job. But instead of having one boss, I have like 30 bosses. I mean, (laughs) wonderful clients. (laughs) And I've still been dealing with my ongoing saga of getting the bus ready to really live in full time and travel. Yeah, you're going to have your mechanic license soon, right? Oh, yeah, that would be really nice. But actually, mechanically, the bus has been great from the beginning. It's really everything else about it that I've had issues with. Yeah, like a functional toilet, solar panels that actually work. Yeah, that actually connect to my batteries. (laughs) Well, that's for another episode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But what I did get to do during our break was to take my first real trip in the bus. Um, Mm -hmm. I won't go into a ton of detail about that here, but... My very first trip was into the Smoky Mountains, and it was for a schoolie gathering. Cool. So, yeah, my my first trip was in the mountains in a 40-foot bus. And you're still alive to tell the tale. And so is the bus and my dog and my cat <laughs> <laughs> and most of my stuff. <laughs> so from a creative perspective, I know you've been working on a secret project. Can we talk about it yet? Yeah, I'll give a little bit of information about it now and save the juicy details for another episode, but... I was awarded a really big, very public commission at our regional airport. That is awesome. And I know you had done that phenomenal window mural for a three-story building in downtown Paducah. So it totally makes sense that your art will continue to make its way into other, you know, large public spaces. Nikki, you were just meant to go big. (laughs) Which is a funny thing to say as I just went from 1,500 square feet to 200. (laughs) One could say I'm going small to go big. (laughs) True. Well, we'll do another episode and we'll talk all about the proposal and the commission process soon. But in the meantime, I know you took another trip in the bus. Well, I did take another trip and I was originally planning to go in the bus, but It was to upstate New York in November, and I was afraid it might snow, and I didn't want to be driving the bus in the snow on my second trip anywhere, (laughs) so I decided to fly. Wise choice. Ironically, it snowed in Paducah the day I came home. I left 70-degree weather in New York Mm -hmm. and came home to 20-degree weather in Kentucky. Ouch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you had a pretty amazing experience when you were there, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, If you've been listening to us for any period of time, you've heard me talk about the only person on the planet that I really fangirl over. 
Amanda fucking Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) So I got VIP tickets to see the Dresden Dolls, which is the band that she had before she went off on her own um, Mm -hmm. in Woodstock, which is also where she lives. And um, it was the first show that she's done since the pandemic started and the first time with the band for, I don't know, probably eight or nine years. And and I got these VIP tickets and these tickets gave me amazing seats and the chance to meet her after the show. Which, let's be honest, was your dream come true. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) She was amazing. Um, Aside from the concert being fantastic. I've never seen anybody who meets their fans after a show and takes so much time and attention to just really connect with everybody who is waiting to talk to her. Usually they say a few nice words and sign an autograph and move on, but she Mm -hmm. took as much time as anybody wanted to listen and talk and connect with people. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what possessed me, but I was wearing a necklace that I had made and I took it off my neck and asked her if I could give it to her. And Mm -hmm. I put it around her neck and told her she was beautiful. And she told me I was beautiful. (laughs) Okay, dork. But, you know, I totally get it. I know. I'm such a dork. But we've heard your story about Bono. Well, I haven't actually shared the story before, just that I did dance with him on stage. So we'll save that for another episode. (laughs) Um, But I totally know what it's like to have a silly grin on your face for like two days or Maybe it was two years. I I can't remember. That sounds about right. (laughs) Anyway, my date to the concert took a zillion pictures, so I'll share a couple. Awesome. Okay, so let's get into something that we need to pay attention to, and that is how to get back into the groove after a break. Yeah, the thought of getting back into the groove after a break can be a bit paralyzing when you think of all the things you need to do. So let's talk about how we can break it down so we aren't so overwhelmed. Well, as we start the new year, one of the things we talked about back in episode five was having intentions, not resolutions. And in that episode, we talked about choosing a word of the year to guide you along your way. All right, Laura, let's take a minute to talk about what our words of the year were back in episode five. What were they again? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my word was connection and yours was courage, Nikki. Oh, yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. (laughs) I guess I definitely did take that word to heart. I mean, Mm -hmm. I sold my house, bought a school bus, and am now living in it. And I've gone after and was awarded big art commissions and design Mm -hmm. projects in the past two years. So that was a good word choice for me. Yeah, you definitely exemplified that word, Nikki. So mine was connection, which is really great to have during a pandemic when you can't see people, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, maybe physical connection wasn't so easy, but there's all kinds of other ways to connect. Oh, definitely. I connected with new students through my Skillshare classes that I created. I connected with family and even made a big move to be closer to them. I connected with several of my best friends who are scattered across the planet on a regular basis uh, through the magic of technology. Um, So I do think connection played an important part in my life, and I continued using that word through 2022. Well, we didn't actually announce a word for 2022, I don't think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I kind of had a mantra that I kept repeating to myself throughout the year, trying to convince myself. And it was, nothing is urgent. Nothing is urgent. (laughs) Okay, can I borrow that one from you? I feel like, especially my day job, that everything is urgent all of the time. Well, I have a better one for you. I met a really interesting van-dwelling philosopher on my bus trip in October, and we talked a lot about this kind of stuff. And 
He pointed out to me that in repeating nothing is urgent, I was just repeating the word urgent, urgent, urgent to myself all the time. (laughs) Right. That's actually very bad for the law of attraction when you repeat that word because you're attracting more urgency into your life. Yeah. And even though I'm not convinced about attracting things to you by putting it out there in the world, I do believe that it's not good inside my brain to keep saying urgent, urgent. (laughs) So he encouraged me to reframe that in the opposite way by telling myself that there's plenty of time. Right. And that feels a lot better. Yeah. Words are important. I personally believe they hold a lot of power. Yeah. Whether you think it's power out there in the universe or just the power you give them in your head, You might as well not repeat the ones that don't feel good, right? Right. (laughs) So I've decided that my word or words for 2023 are there's plenty of time or there's enough time. What about you, Laura? Man, there's there's one word that I go back to again and again. Penis? Oh, wait, (laughs) that's me. (laughs) Nikki, I thought you were going to say bourbon, but, you know, okay. Well, I was going to, but that wouldn't be as funny. (laughs) Back to you, Laura. What's the word you keep going back to? Okay, I'm blushing now. Um, (laughs) The word is trust. Now, this is a borderline fix word for me. And when I say fix word, we talked in that episode five about, you know, not having your word be something fixing that's wrong, but something that inspires you. Right. But honestly, it is accompanied by the word allow. And I come from a control freak background, self-admittedly. Background? (laughs) Foreground? (laughs) It's still there. But anyway, (laughs) and it's really hard for me sometimes to let go and let be. And that shows up as perfectionism. It shows up as not trusting my own decisions, worrying about things that I can't control. Anybody else have these emotions? Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) And if I have faith that the universe has a grand plan and that I can just trust the process and not have to have things all figured out, The world shows up in a much better way, and frequently things just manage to fall into place exactly as they should be when I approach life from an allowing and a trusting mindset. And maybe trust yourself to figure things out as you go along. Well, yeah, and because if I waited until everything was figured out, I'd never accomplish anything in my life. I'd be waiting forever, hence the start of society. (laughs) Amen. So, okay, so you're going to trust and allow Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to believe there's enough time. Nikki, do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> okay, Yoda. I thought <laughs> you were looking a little green. <laughs> well, I once did an exercise in a course on life that I was taking where they asked me to try as hard as I could to pick up a ball without actually picking it up. So Yoda taught that course? <laughs> nope. It was someone called Landmark Education, but I think it was a valuable exercise. And some of you may have also heard of Mel Robbins, who invented the five-second rule. What's the five-second rule, Laura? Well, there's a famous TED Talk on it. There's a New York Times bestselling book, and we'll link to both of those in the show notes. But basically, it's this simple theory that you count backwards from five, four, three, two, and one, and then you get off your butt and take action on whatever thing you're stuck in, avoiding, or procrastinating. I mean, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you just stop getting in your own way and let go of all the reasons why you can't do something, and you just go do it. It's never as hard as you make it out to be in your head, right, Nikki? Absolutely. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the fear of doing something is always way bigger than the actual doing of the thing. (laughs) Yes. So let's talk about some other things you can do to help you get back into the groove. Well, one thing is to start slow. You don't have to jump in and achieve all your new goals at once. That's how we burn out so quickly. So just pick one thing to ease yourself into a routine and do it for 14 days in a row if you can, which helps form a new habit. So, Nikki, what is your one thing? Well, for a very, very long time, I was drawing every single day. Mm -hmm. And as we talked about in several episodes, I set challenges for myself to help me do that. And in 2022, I didn't participate in or set any of my own challenges. And I didn't draw every day or even every week. Mm -hmm. So my one thing is going to be getting back into the habit of drawing every single day. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to set any limits or rules about it, just that I have to do it every day. Yeah, so you can draw on a post-it note. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, right? Right, or even on my bus. Awesome. (laughs) What about you, Laura? What's your one thing? Okay, so my one thing is to spend 15 minutes of creating a day, whether it is art or music. And that could look like sitting down and painting a watercolor sketch or sitting at my piano composing music. The point is, is that I'm flexing those creative muscles. Yeah, I love that. It's similar to mine. Just do something creative without making it a huge daunting thing. Mm -hmm. Something we've both done recently to make it easier for us to want to create is designing spaces in our new homes that we're excited to create in. For sure. Um, I think I've mentioned it in past episodes, but in my condo, my studio was the entire condo. (laughs) (laughs) It really, really was. It was spread everywhere. You saw it, Nikki. Uh-huh. Um, I I didn't really have one dedicated space. So in my new home, I have a room that sort of connects between the kitchen and the bedroom area that is a dedicated space. It has a lovely window looking out on a huge magnolia tree in my backyard and where I can see all the hummingbirds come to feed in the spring and summer. Nice. And Ikea in Dallas no longer has any Alex furniture because I think I bought it all <laughs> for the studio to store my supplies. And this portion of the episode is sponsored by (laughs) just kidding. Well, my studio is in one way, just a small, also Ikea desk, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but in another way, it could be the entire continent. Right. That's the beauty of having a home on wheels. And you can always paint plein air, right? Well, I could, but it's really hard to get insects to pose for me for long enough. (laughs) Well, I know some people don't have the luxury of having a full room or a dedicated desk. Maybe it's just a just a corner at the dining room table. But if you can find ways to make that your own or have rituals or routines around the space and you can check out episode number 27 where we talk all about that. That's pretty much what I have right now, too. Um, My desk acts as my workspace, Mm -hmm. my art studio and my dining room table. (laughs) But by putting my computer away and pulling out the bins that have my art supplies, it's kind of like changing the set on a stage in a play. And -hmm. it gets me into that next scene. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can you tell I'm working on a website for a community theater? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, the view from the window can constantly change, too, when you're on a bus. Absolutely. That's a big part of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I can't wait for it to keep on changing. So what else can we do? All right. Well, one thing we can do is to release one bad habit and replace it with a new one to just help get our groove back. I love that idea. What are you thinking? 
Well, I have so many bad habits. Same. <laughs> How do I choose? <laughs> you want me to pick for you? <laughs> no, thank you. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine if we chose each other's bad habits? <laughs> <laughs> we might not podcast any longer. <laughs> well, I think one of the bad habits that I have is that I get sucked into sitting at my computer for hours at a time. And it really helps when I take a break and get outside physically even when it's cold, just taking a walk with my dog helps get my creative juices flowing. What about you, Nikki? Actually, the bad habit I need to work on, well, one of many, <laughs> is the same as yours. I sit at my computer for like 12 or more hours and then I can't move. <laughs> do you make old woman noises when you do finally move? I do. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So something that I've been wanting to do for a couple of years, and I finally took the first step, is I want to learn how to play a ukulele. Oh, well, a ukulele can fit in your bus. You can borrow mine. <laughs> exactly. I thought about a guitar, but then I thought, where the hell would I store it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for the thought, but I just bought one for myself. Ooh, I see a podcast ukulele duet in our near future. Future, maybe. Near future, probably not. <laughs> I am not naturally musical at all. But I think that adding a creative habit that's not related to my creative business will be good for me. Mm -hmm. um, when I add a new visual art form, I feel like I have to figure out a way to monetize it or to fit it into my business. So mm -hmm. doing something different, I think, will be really good for me because there's no way I'm trying to be a professional musician. <laughs> Right. But just so you know, Nikki, everyone is musical. I heard you say that you weren't, you know, naturally musical. Right. I think everyone is musical, just like everyone is creative. It just requires practice, similar to visual art. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't come as naturally to me as visual art, but I know both things can be learned. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to learn to play the best mahogany ukulele that you can get from China via Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think I own the same one. <laughs> Um, I think we should learn how to play Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah, just as soon as I learn how to play Amanda Palmer's ukulele anthem. You and Amanda Palmer, get a room. <laughs> uh, if only. <laughs> okay, Nikki, what else do we do to get our groove back? Well, I keep a list of ideas of things that I want to draw or techniques I want to try or even bigger projects that I want to do. So there's always something waiting for me when I want to start something new. I'm never just completely starting with a blank piece of paper. Right. And we talked about this a bit in episode number 82, all about keeping a sketchbook, which can be really useful for this purpose. But there are lots of different ways you can keep your own inspiration file. You could use a project management tool like Airtable um, or Asana or a note stock on your phone, a Pinterest board, etc. But as you get ideas of things you want to try, color combos you love, things like that, store them away and then use them. I pretty much have ideas and inspiration saved in all of those places and more. <laughs> Too bad I never remember to go back and look at them or if I do, <laughs> which things I've stored in which place. <laughs> Nikki, you've got to practice what you preach. I'm really bad at that game. <laughs> Okay, so the other suggestion we have is to make art just for you. Sort of like you were talking about having a hobby just mm -hmm. for you, Nikki, is making art just for you. We all want to make a successful business out of our art. And after all, that's likely why you're listening to this episode. But getting back in the groove means also listening to your own internal voice and creating the things 
that make your heart sing? I'm pretty sure my heart sings really off key. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why I want to make art from the bones of dead animals. Hey, go for it. If that's your tune, (laughs) or you might be someone who makes art using nothing but cotton candy pastels. Right on. Um, Everyone has a contribution. And there is someone out there who will love the unique perspective that only you can bring to the world. All great ideas, Laura. The point is to just get back to doing something creative, not to rush, not to feel like you have to do everything all the time. Just what feels good to you. So I have a poem by the amazing poet Mary Oliver that I'd love to end this episode with. And if you haven't heard of her, definitely go to your library, pick up a copy of one of her books. She's absolutely amazing. But this one is called Wild Geese. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese high in the clean blue air are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. That's beautiful, Laura. Mm -hmm. The soft animal of my body loves the hard bones of dead animals. (laughs) (laughs) And the world is better for having you in it, Nikki. Back at you, Laura. (laughs) Now it's your turn. Share with us in the Facebook group. How are you getting your groove back? And to read today's show notes, go to stardustsociety.com slash back in the groove. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Sharing helps us reach more stardusts like you and keeps us inspired to create new episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Getting back in the groove. Back in the groove. Getting back in the groove. Hit it, Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) 